0: The preceding message is brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Stay tuned after this message for more information about Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Psalm 90 verse 12. Let me start from there this morning. I'm going to be very brief. Um, We've been praying about finishing well since the beginning of this quarter, this last quarter of the year. That is our goal. We want to finish 2018 well. and we want to start 2019 strong. We are down to the last few days. Just two more days. Hallelujah. Um, again, I want to encourage you to plug yourself into the numerous prayer activities going on. Pray with Dr. K has been going on daily. It's going to continue till the first um, 7 p.m., I believe, local time. You can always pray on demand in case you can't pray live. Um, our own corporate prayers, our pursuit prayers are also ongoing, mainly online. So plug yourself um, into the prayer slots or slots that work best for you and pray. Pray privately, pray corporately. Ah, Pastor, I don't know how to pray. Learn to pray. Nobody brought anything from heaven. Even the talking and the walking I'm doing on this stage, I had to learn it when I got here. So, not knowing how to pray cannot be an excuse for not praying. Somebody say Selah. You can't receive what God has for you if you are not prayerful. You can't. You need that um, channel of communion with God on a private level and on a corporate level. The Bible likens us to a physical body. The church. So God knew what he was doing when he put every one of us inside a local church. You are supposed to find a way to connect with other members of the body. You will not make it on your own. Not any more than your finger or your arm or your head. Papa. Ah, I'm the head. The brain, I'm the custodian of the brain. Let me sever myself from the physical body. You will die. After a while, if you do that. So everyone must learn to belong to a body and participate. It's not always convenient. This is why many people don't do it. But that's why the kind of scripture we are starting with tonight is important. Psalm 90 and verse 12. So Moses praying, teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. We need wisdom in numbering days. And that's what's happening when you are coming to a year end, you are having a birthday, you are having an anniversary, you are numbering the days. That's all that is happening. 31st of December is not more anointed than 22nd of April. As it were, there is nothing special in that day except for the unique number it carries. God is not more powerful on the 31st than He is on the 17th of June. Now, that does not mean we should not pray year end prayers. You see, we need wisdom. Wisdom will help you to understand, to comprehend, to allocate appropriately what we are doing. That was because someone said that ah, there's no point praying last minute miracles. For where you better pray them, yeah. and you better believe them. Hallelujah! But because we are saying God shows up on the last or reserves something for the last, doesn't mean God has now between first of December and 24th of December. God went to do three days fasting and prayer, <laughs> and now God has returned. I'm ready for you people for the year end. The kind of anointing you've not seen me manifest. No, that's not how God is. Wisdom. Somebody say wisdom. 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 We need wisdom. And where do we find wisdom? In the word of God. The word of God is the wisdom of God. The Bible says Christ. And we know who Christ is. We just celebrated Christmas. The word became flesh and dwelt among us. But our Christ has been made unto us the wisdom of God. So when you read the Bible, when you study the Bible, or when you hear the Bible preached like it is done in this church, severally, you can grab wisdom or gain wisdom for the days you are numbering. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And one of the wisdom you should gain for times like this is found in Revelation 22. Quickly, it's on there. I want to try and do this in a few minutes. Revelations chapter 22, verse 13. I want to read verses 12 and 13, but I think if you read verse 13 first, you will understand what we are talking about. Then we'll go back to verse 12. So Revelations 22, verse 13 first. Then we'll go to verse 12. I am Alpha and Omega. That is my name. Jesus is the one speaking here. I am the beginning, I am the end. We talk a lot about the name of Jesus, higher than every other name. At the mention of that name, every knee will bow. Let me teach teach, teach you something powerful about the name of Jesus. It's important to call the right name at the right time. If your father was a judge, and by the way, your father, God, is a judge. We're going to get into that in a minute. He's a judge. And for one reason or the other, you find your, um, yourself in his court. Maybe you are being prosecuted for something. Or a matter is being adjudic- um, educated on your behalf, on your favor. Maybe they took a court case to, in your office. You are supposed to get a particular amount of money. And it hasn't been given to you. And the case is before your father. Um, you know, first of all, you will smile. <laughs> if you and your father are in a good relationship. Not that you have been estranged from your father. You've not prayed for a long time. If you and your father are in a good relationship. But thank God for God. Even if you are not in a good relationship with God, if you know him, can somebody say, I know him? For A big part of what I'm teaching this morning is for you to know him. If your father is like the father of the prodigal son and you know him, you will still smile. Ah, even though I, I took this man's money and I ran away, but I know this man. He's going to say they should give me back my ring and give me back my clothes and give me back my shoes so if he's the judge and you enter ah, my father is the judge you will just rest am I right or am I right but you don't call him daddy in the courtroom he won't respond you have to call him judge in that capacity he's functioning as a judge glory be to God call him judge and when you call him by the right name he will respond in your favor So when you hear about the name of Jesus, it's important to know the name to call depending on the time and season or circumstances you find yourself. Nothing wrong with calling the name of Jesus. I taught you that last week and I want to go further. He's told us his name here. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. That's why we sing songs like Alpha and Omega and we worship him with those songs. Because when you call him by the name, he will respond in that name. And this is one of the things he means when he's telling you and Omega. Now look at verse 12. Behold, I am coming quickly. My reward is with me. To give to everyone according to his work. Hallelujah. Uh-uh. Are we fighting? Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So, I want to talk to you briefly this morning about the fact that your God, your Father, is a rewarder. And when you are in the beginning or the end, any kind of beginning or end season of your life, this is one of the names to know him by. He is a rewarder. And at the beginning and at the end of things, phases... From your life at the end of the day, the Bible lets us know every one of us is going to stand before God. And God is going to judge us and he will reward us at the end. But that same principle can be applied to your life while you are still here on earth when you are coming to the end of a calendar year or the beginning of a calendar year, she said alpha and omega, I'm the beginning and the end. When you are marking a birthday, marking an anniversary, recognize, understand, comprehend, have wisdom that God is a rewarder. And again, we don't have to worry because of the kind of father we have that is a judge, it's always going to end up in your favor. Can I hear a loud amen? Yes. Even if you are the prodigal son that took away the inheritance and went to waste it, at the end of the day, when you come before him, he's going to give a verdict that's in your favor. Somebody say my favor. My favor. My favor. Hebrews eleven six. Glory be to God. Without faith, it is impossible to please him for he that comes to God must believe that he is, but we should also believe that he is a rewarder. Glory be to God. Let me quickly share a testimony here because I have very little time. I was, I was sharing this briefly with them yesterday. They always brought it to my memory and God asked me to share it with us. Four or five years ago, I can't remember exactly when, um, Pastor India and I made an investment somewhere and quite honestly, we've not really gotten any returns from the investment But this year end, this season, the first tranche, as it were, of fruit from that investment came. And I'm telling you, it's making us finish very well. Amen. Amen. This is the concept of reward. You will reap what you sow. With God, you will reap what you sow. God is the judge... Or the rewarder that wants you to do something that has to do with him. And I'm using, of course, the investment here is not a God investment. It was a natural investment. But that's the concept. At the end. One end or the other. Ah, it didn't come last year. It didn't come two years ago. But thank God it came this year. God will see to it that you get the reward that is due to you. Hallelujah. You need to have that concept of God. And every time you are coming to an end, you should expect rewards. And we've taught that a lot in this church. Expect rewards. Expect God to bring about a manifestation of seeds you've sown in the past in your favor. And it also works in the beginning. When you start things, know that at the end of the journey, God is not unrighteous to forget your labor of love. He will see to it that you don't lose your reward or your harvest. They may delay it for one year or two years or three years. But at the appointed and appropriate time, go and ask Joseph. They will bring you out of that prison and they will put you in the throne that God has ordained for you. God is a rewarder. This is the kind of expectations you should have when you are closing anything, coming to an end. Look at what Apostle Paul said here. Glory be to God. Second Timothy chapter 4. L- let's read the entire text. Let me start from verse 6. 2 Timothy 4 and verse 6. Let me hear somebody shout, My God, my, God, my, father, my father, is a rewarder. A rewarder. And is bringing rewards, He's bringing rewards or harvest my way In my favor. favor. Some of you are not saying what I'm saying. I don't think you are catching it yet. So let's try again. Say my father. My my God. God, Is a rewarder. rewarder. And is bringing. bringing Harvest. harvest, Judgment. In my favor. At the end. Hallelujah. Look at verse 6. 2 Timothy 4. For I am already being poured out as a drink offering. And the time of my departure is at hand. I have come to the end of my journey. I have come to the end of my life. Apostle Paul is speaking here. And what I'm teaching you is, yes, you have not come to the end of your own life. You will live long in the name of Jesus. Yes. But the same principle that applies to the end of a life, we can apply it somewhat at the end of a year. Whether it's a calendar year or your, aniv- your birthday or your wedding anniversary, the major dates that you are numbering you should have this wisdom that's what Moses was talking to God about there you should really go and read Psalm 90 and all the other things he connected to that prayer teach us to number days that we may gain a heart of wisdom you should have this wisdom about God it will help your expectation it will help you the way you live your life We we made that investment four years ago. Listen to me. If we didn't make that investment four years ago, we won't be reaping the harvest we are reaping now. You must know this about God. God is a rewarder. It's a wisdom you should have, and you should learn to operate in it. So look at what Paul said here. I've come to the end of my journey. I have fought the fight. These are the seeds he was sowing. I have finished the race. While I was here, I wasn't just playing golf or loafing about my time. Because I know that God is the rewarder. You will see that in a minute. I fought the fight. I finished the race. I have kept the faith. Verse 8. Finally, there is laid up for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, watch what he called him. He didn't use the word father here, but he's referring to the father. The Lord, the righteous judge. When you walk into that courtroom, yes, you see him sitting behind the bench about to declare the verdict. Is my father, quite all right. But you don't start calling him daddy there. He won't respond as daddy. He will respond as the righteous judge. But because you know your father is the righteous judge and he will only give a verdict in your favor, there's a way you position yourself. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you still here with me this morning? There is laid up for me the crown of righteousness which the Lord, the righteous judge, will give to me. Not me, not might, will. On that day. And this is the part I love best about this text. Please watch it if you can find yourself there. And not only me, but also Pastor T. Can you see yourself there? Who uh-huh. love is appearing? Oh, Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. Hallelujah. Now, there are many ways we can go about this, but please, this is where I'm going this morning, and this is what God told me to tell you. As you come to the end of this year, expect positive rewards from God in the name of Jesus. Some of you have prayed and sowed some seeds this year, previous years of your life. You have given, you have served, you have worshipped. Glory be to God. You have so much seeds in the ground. Oh, they may have delayed you last year. It may not have come two years ago. It may not have come three years ago, but have this wisdom about God. He is a rewarder. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Even if you are delayed, there will never be a denial in your favor. And when God brings it, it will come at the best possible time. Oh, hallelujah. Ask Joseph. He went through that pit, prison, slavery, ordeal for 13 years. But one day like that, ah, glory be to God. I feel that God is going to give someone that kind of promotion. Reward. That's who God is. And every time you come to an end in your life, expect God to show up big for you. I love the email the bank sent to me when that money hit our account. I forwarded it person <laughs> the, on the, the bank was even saying that uh, money has entered your account. I, I love that email. I'm going to go and read it again when I get home. Now that I'm thinking about it, glory be to God. Now that's a natural example I'm giving you, but I'm telling you, expect more with God. Oh, hallelujah. Now, hear me. Let me quickly close. The main thing God rewards. Please catch this. Catch this. Go back to that Hebrews eleven six 6 again. The main thing God rewards is our faith. Oh, hallelujah. Hebrews eleven six 6 again. Look at it very closely. The main thing God rewards. You see, the prayers we pray, they are an expression of our faith. Look at what it said there. Glory be to God. I, before you read Hebrews 11:6, look at that Revelation 11:12 12 again. And behold, I'm coming quickly, and my reward is with me, and I will give to everyone according to his work. This is not work of the flesh. Jesus doesn't reward the work of your flesh. Our righteousness has filled the rags before him. So these are not things we do in our own efforts or in our own strength. No, he's talking about works of faith. Our responses of faith, Hebrews eleven six. now, glory be to God, without faith it's impossible to please him, for he that comes to God must believe that God is, is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him or who have faith in him. Glory be to God. What God rewards, the work God will reward, and this is my encouragement to you today, as we finish this year, as we start a new year, keep your faith at work. Keep praying. Keep praising. Keep serving. Keep giving. Keep responding to the grace and the favor and the mercy and the compassion of God that is new every morning in faith. Don't let the fact that the harvest did not come last year or last month stop you. In your walk of faith. Because God is a rewarder. People that give up on their faith, they don't know God. They don't know their father. You don't yet understand that God is a rewarder. The harvest did not come last year, sir. This investment was about four or five years ago. Thank God. say, yeah, Give us back our investment. Nothing has come out. You won't have the harvest if you are like that. You keep your faith in the field. Hallelujah. Keep praying. Ah, I don't feel like praying. Pray in faith, sir. Pray not because you can feel the healing. Pray because you know Jesus took your sickness on the Calvary's cross on the tree. Just stay in faith. One day, God, the righteous judge, the rewarder, will show up for you. Amen. God is a rewarder. And listen, the rewards come at the end. They don't come at the beginning at times. And sometimes they don't come in the middle. But bless God, they always show up at the end. I will come. Jesus said, I will come quickly. And my reward is with me. Hallelujah. And every man that is in faith, I will give him his reward. You will not miss your reward in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. God told me to tell us, church, as we end this year, and as we start another year, gain a heart of wisdom. God is not a user of men. You can't serve God and God will not reward you at the end. Hey! You think God is a butcher? God is a rewarder. You can't pray and God will not answer. Think God is Mugabe. See, some leaders, people have seen if you're not careful, they will warp your mind of God. You can't give, and God will not give you a harvest. God is not 419. Oh, hallelujah. God is a rewarder. You can't worship Him and come into His presence and give Him the glory due to His name, and He will not decorate your life with beauty. God is a rewarder. You see, all those beating that were beating Apostle Paul. He will get up and preach again. That's what he was teaching us in 2 Timothy. My life is being poured out. I have run the race. I have kept the faith because I know God. All the investments I'm making, all the sacrifices I'm making at the end. Hallelujah. Oh, the beginning may be a bit rough. There may be some low places or difficult places in the middle. I may not understand what's going on. But as long as I stay in faith, can somebody stay in faith in this place? What God rewards ultimately is our faith. Oh, no money in the bank. But you kept declaring, my God shall supply all my needs. According to his riches and glory. He will show up for me. Oh, sickness in my body, pain in my body. The Lord, by his stripes, I'm healed. You don't know what next to stake. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Call it a thousand times. By the way, God told me, I, remember, so I said this last week. It wasn't that I was repeating, counting, I don't even know. That phrase that they you see a thousand times, I, I just kept calling the name. In faith. In faith. Ultimately, What God rewards is our faith. So please remember this as I close this morning. Number one, God will always keep his promises. Please, this is God we are talking about, not man. God, every promise, all those good and precious promises that have been given to us in Peter chapter 1, that may be partakers of the divine nature, God will always, let me hear somebody say always, always, keep his promises. What God rewards ultimately is your faith. So, while I'm walking through the valley of the shadow of death, I still believe the word of God. Believe God for a harvest of your seed sown, The prayers you've been praying. The service you've been doing. The coming to church you've been doing. God will ultimately reward it. Can I hear a loud amen? amen? He is not unrighteous to forget your labor of love. Don't let any devil plant any evil seed in your heart. Hallelujah. God is a rewarder. Have that wisdom every time you come to an end. God is a rewarder. Whether you see manifestation or not, God is a rewarder. He has never failed anybody. He has never disappointed anybody. He's not going to start with you. is Alpha and is Omega. Glory to God. Rise on your feet as we close this morning. Second Peter chapter 1. We're going to read that and somebody you are going to hook your faith back on the promises of God. You're going to plug your faith in. He that comes to God. Have you come to God this morning? Or is it Pastor T you came to? Or is the music team you came to see? Or the decorations or the lights you came to see? Who came to God this morning? All right. Who comes to God every day of their life? Who is your source? Who is the one that has kept you? Who is the one that has protected you? Who is the one that has preserved you? Well, if it's God you are coming to, if it's God you are looking on to, please believe that he is, he is God. He is the I am that I am. And is a rewarder of your faith in his promises. It's only by faith you can lay hold on the grace that God gives. Hallelujah. Second Peter 1 and 2 as we close. Can you put it up on the screen? I would love everybody to read it with their eyes and through their mouths themselves. Hallelujah. We are going to read from verses 2 to verse 4. Let's start from verse 2. One, two, go. Grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of Jesus Christ, verse 3, as his divine power has given to us all things. Don't go too fast. Don't go too fast. Let's start again. Please read this with the understanding that God is a rewarder. There is no way you can plant the seed of the word in your heart that God will not give you a harvest in the future. No way. See, the word of God is seed. This is the, God is the word. That means you reap what you sow. You believe this kind of thing. <laughs> Hallelujah. You believe the word of the, and you hold on to the promise. Not that because you are going through a difficult time, you now forget to read your Bible or to confess the word. But no, that's not how to do God that is someone that doesn't know that God is a rewarder. That investment did not yield fruit the first year, man. Second year, we didn't hear anything, we didn't see anything. Third year, we don't know. I'm not sure whether it's four years or five years, I have to go and check. But this year, hallelujah, to be precise, this Christmas, hey, the, when I drop the tithe, drop so You know. <laughs> when we drop the tithe, it will, it will shake the bags more, God is a rewarder that's a natural investment. That's not God, this is not this is that's how you do God. Every word I believe, every act or walk of faith I do in response to the grace of God sent to me when I worship because Jesus died for me on the cross, even though I've not seen manifestation, I'm sowing a seed, I'm keeping the faith, like Apostle Paul said. I'm fighting the fight. I'm running the race. And at the end, the reward that God righteous judge. I told them, there's a crown waiting for me. Oh, hallelujah. There's a crown. There's a reward. That's how you come to God at the end. That's the wisdom that should be in your heart at the end. Watch this. Oh yeah, let's read again. Even though I know many of you are familiar with it, read it again. See, the word of God is alive and fresh. If you read it with a heart of faith, you will be shocked what God will open your eyes to. So don't go too fast. Verse 2 again. Grace and peace be multiplied to you. Somebody's not reading. I want to hear your voice. Let's start again. Look, we keep going back until we do this thing right. So if you want to go home and go and eat your rice or whatever you are eating today, let's read. And let's read like people that are alive. Somebody shout, God is a rewarder. And I am a candidate of his rewards. This year-end season, say that again. God is a rewarder, and I am a candidate of His reward this year-end season. All right, Second Peter chapter one verse two. Want to go? Grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. Verse 3, As his divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us by glory and virtue. Verse 4, By which have been given to us exceedingly great and precious promises that through these you may be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that's in the world through lust. Oh, hallelujah. When you hold on to the great and precious promises of God in faith, Alpha and Omega the beginning and the end one day at one end will show up with his reward and your life will never be the same again like Joseph's life never remained the same again like I know my Christmas and New Year is not going to be the same because reward has come May that be everyone's story under the sound of my voice. One and all. How many people understand that the year is not over yet? And in the next two days, God can bring about the manifestation of your own reward as well. Don't worry about the negative things you may have done. The mercy of God will cover that one. Focus on the positive things you have got because by the grace of God, you can get rewards for them. The prayers you have prayed, the worship you have done, the seeds you have sown, the people you have helped. Think about that this year and the previous years and think about it in light that God, my father is a rewarder, a righteous judge. He won't allow my seed just waste away in the ground like that. He is not unrighteous to forget my labor of love. Hallelujah. Reward is coming my way. Someone that believes that, lift your hands and begin to magnify God in this house. Reward is coming my way. Come on, take it, take it, take it. How do I take it? By faith. You have to believe this thing. He that comes to God must believe that he is a rewarder this year end I call Jesus by his name Alpha and Omega and I see him coming with his reward, reward of peace reward of joy reward of harvest reward of promotion reward of new things, hallelujah reward of breakthrough reward of blessings the seeds i have sown in the past they are not in vain god is not unrighteous to forget my labor of love he is not unrighteous Oh he is not unrighteous come on somebody release your faith for the rewards of god this season Oh, toko yodo ba 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 He is not unrighteous. He is not unjust. He is not. He is a rewarder. He is not a user of men. No. He is not. He is not a four one nine that will take your seed and not give you harvest. He is not. God is not a fraudster. Oh, Shandagala Barasata. He is a rewarder. And I worship him with all my heart this morning. No fear. No reservation. I know God is for me and not against me. I know that God is bringing about a harvest of my seed sown At the end. At the end. At the end. So, this year end... And as I cross over into the new year, I believe God for massive harvest on my seed soon. Come on, exercise faith. The preceding message was brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere, Nigeria. We are located at Kingsword Auditorium, Ital Avenue, behind NNPC Filling Station, First Bank Bus Stop, off Kudarat Abiola Way, Aragun, Lagos, email KMI at Kingsword.org. Telephone 234 810 0640